Hey, Explorers, I'm Estrella. And I'm Justine, your social agent navigators, here to guide you through the crazy world of social media and real estate. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. <laughs> yes, y'all. <Woo. no. laughs> we are going to do a getting to know you session with a social media spin so that you can kind of learn a little bit about Justine and I. I'm sure, you know, we get a lot of questions in our DMs, instant message. Uh, and so we're just going to kind of chat a little bit. This is pretty informal and just do a little Q&A and hopefully y'all learn a couple of things about us and let us know what y'all think too. <laughs> All right. All right. So Justine, you're in the hot seat first. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. These are kind of fun. I like these questions because <laughs> it's kind of like they might age us a little bit, but okay. <laughs> that is totally okay. All right. So the very first question, Justine, what is your favorite social media platform and why? Well, my favorite social media platform is dun, 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 TikTok. <laughs> That's shocking. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I do love me some TikTok, which is kind of funny because I was like not on the TikTok bandwagon for a long time, actually. Uh, I don't know if you remember all of the like, I don't know, kind of like political hype and stuff that was around TikTok for a while. Mm -hmm. So I was totally a like believer, like I'm not downloading TikTok. I don't want people spying on me. And then I was like, nah, there's probably people spying on me. I'm from my Alexa. <laughs> anyway, I'm downloading the app. Yes. Uh, so not to say that it's not true or I'm a believer or a non-believer. I'm just like, I guess, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, they're probably spying on me from all of my apps. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I downloaded it and got addicted and now I love it. Um, so yeah, TikTok, my favorite, where I spend the most time scrolling. Yeah, I think a lot of people do, but it fits you so perfectly because it's got like the perfect blend for your personality because you love to teach, like you're a teacher by by nature. You're not, like, even though that's not your like primary profession, yeah. it's in your mm -hmm. heart. And so you yes. do a lot of that and then you have like a quirky, fun personality. So you can totally do that with your videos. So I think TikTok fits you really, really well because of that. Yeah, I feel like it fits me pretty well also mm -hmm. for the same reason. Um, and I feel like I just like it so much as far as using it for my real estate business. I like it because I feel like I have a handle on it. Mm -hmm. there's, there's something about it. I'm sure everybody feels like this way about their favorite social media platform. And the thing is with me is I've used hardcore all of the other ones. So mm -hmm. I've used Facebook hardcore. I've used Instagram hardcore. I've used TikTok hardcore. TikTok was the one that just like kind of sucked me in where I could understand the algorithm better. I felt like I, um, you know, I had a few different like trial profiles where I tried to like build it up pretty quickly and I could get to like a thousand followers in a few months so that I could do lives. So I just kind of feel like it's the one that I naturally understand how it works better. So yeah. that's why I like it. And I like it because it's innovative. I feel like it's innovative. I feel like it's doing mm -hmm. new stuff all of the time. Yeah. So and it was Musical.ly before. Do, do you remember Musical.ly? I have heard about it. I don't, I'm sure I like passed on, but yes, I knew, I know it was Musical.ly. I don't think I was ever a big Musical.ly person or anything like that, but yes, I do know it was like another app originally. Yeah. yeah I think that's where like Charlie D'Amelio or I don't know. That's where she was first. Oh, there goes the kitty cat. 
Y'all, I don't know what's wrong with my cat. She makes this really weird, scratchy old lady meow. She's 13 and she loves to be around me also. So if you Mm -hmm. hear her in the background, that's her. She likes TikTok too. Yes, she likes it a lot. (laughs) Clearly. What? uh, Which social media platform was your very first social media platform? Well, MySpace. Ah, okay. And I will tell you, like, (sighs) my artistic side really still misses MySpace because that page was so me, like my song, my background. I had like my poetry up there. Like that, that was really, I don't know if you guys all remember this, but Facebook was not like it is now. Facebook stole a lot of the ways it is now from MySpace. I don't want to say they stole it. They didn't steal it. They They were inspired by. They were inspired (laughs) by much from MySpace. And then MySpace sold out to some companies, started having ads all over the place, and it just, they couldn't keep up. MySpace was my first one. That's cray cray. (laughs) That's crazy. Uh I mean, I know a lot of, I used MySpace, of course. And then that was where people first hopped into people's DMs and like online dating or meetups and stuff, which is Well, I mean, I was doing AOL long before that, meeting people in chat rooms, but um, I think I met the first people off the internet when I was like 15, meeting Mm -hmm. them. Other 15-year-olds from Wisconsin from in chat rooms. So that I know it doesn't count. It wasn't an app, but we were like there for the birth of apps, y'all. Do you remember like you would type in um, F for female then your age. <laughs> it was like the beginning of texting. Chat, like chat rooms yeah. and stuff. Like, oh my gosh. Like, oh, tell me yes. about yourself. And you were like, F15, this and this score college, which, oh my God, y'all, we were so stupid. Like, so many people could have like came in and murdered us. Um, oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. We're so, lucky we didn't get murdered. I know. Yeah, but it was just insane. Like, ugh. yeah. What was your um, your AOL username? Do you remember it? Uh, I think so because I still have, I still carry that username on to this day. Uh, I was really into like, this will tell you a little bit about me. Are you going to make assumptions about me after I tell you this? But (laughs) I was very into like fairies and like, uh, what's the paganism? Oh, okay. Uh, Fairies, paganism, like, uh, I don't, I'm going to tell you the other one, but only very like, <laughs> but also I'm a, you know, that I love fantasy shows. So I'm sure yes. where that like interest came from at that age. Um, so there's this website that used to make you a fairy name and you like put your date and all this stuff in and the one it like gives you a fairy name and then it tells you about your personality. Okay. And so my fairy name is Sadra Thiel. Okay. And La Fay means of the fairies. So Sandra Thiel La Fay, if you ever find me on like some secret nerdy, what's the app? Uh, what is the like gamer app where it connects to like other games you're playing? You play it in the background, not the background. Oh my God. I have no idea. If there's gamers on here, they know exactly what I'm talking about. And they're like, uh, Justine, it's this. Yeah. <laughs> so like I play a game. I don't know. I play this game. There's another place that we can go to like talk about the game and it's another app it's originally from a computer something i want to say something core or something anyway that's like my name on there and a few other like you know back alley internet places well sadra thiel lafay or sadra thiel will still be my username so yes sadra thiel was was my username 
Yes. Not the dark web, but the gray web, right? <laughs> yes, the gray web. I don't even know if that's uh, a thing. Hopefully it's not a real thing. And I'm like, yeah, we're on the gray web. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. yeah no. I don't think it is. I didn't even know about the dark web for like, I don't feel like until just recently. Oh, it's because I'm into true crime. So I know about dark web. Oh, oh yes. Stuff. I have heard a lot about it on that mm-hmm. in true crime. What was your username? Gets a star. Um, yeah. So I, uh, it was after Quetzalcoatl, which is Natwal or an Aztec god. And, um, and then star, obviously, because Estrella means star. Back when I was younger, I was, a, I was a chola. I was like, so into that chola life. Um, and all of the like, viva la raza. I mean, I, y- y'all, I got, when I was in high school, I got, I was a nerd, so I had good grades. So I got to go to a high school out of like district. Well, I, it was, there weren't a lot of like, there wasn't a lot of representation there and there was a lot of ignorant mindset. And so I was protesting and I got kicked out of high school my senior year <gasps> for protesting. And that's so, insane. Yeah. So I was like all about that life. So I ended up <laughs> leaving that school, obviously, because I got kicked out for protesting. And um, then I ended up finding a school in Denver, it was called Escuela Tratelorco, and it was founded by um, one of the four horsemen of the Chicano Civil Rights Movement. So for those wow. of you that are not from like this That's part so of the cool. country. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a lot. Of, it was really cool. I got to, uh, well, I went to that school. So obviously they totally cultivated my, uh, my that itch for like protesting we got days off to go protest columbus day what? yeah so like that's crazy yeah so we you know we got a lot of that kind of stuff but um a lot of good opportunities i worked in the white house i worked for the president uh bill clinton i worked under the clinton administration um, that's amazing mm-hmm. yeah and then so i was cool. on the news and you know i was i was the token brown girl for a while like i was in front and center for because I also Damn. graduated the year of Columbine. And so they were like, oh, my oh, gosh, we need more like brown people because we're only talking about Columbine, which was tragic. But I mm-hmm. ended up like getting fortunately and unfortunately getting a lot of opportunities because some of the big funders were like, if you don't have diversity, we're not paying for your flights to here and there. So I got to go because I was like called last minute. A lot of times I was on MTV and anyways, long story, but I oh used to, my like, gosh, I need to protest. hear about more of these stories another time yeah. for real. Yeah. So that is... I, I totally thought I was going to be in politics and now I'm on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you are definitely not in politics. No, that no. is for sure. Yeah. So last question for you, which platform do you think will be the next to die? Hmm. Um, I am going to guess Snapchat. Ooh, that's a good that's guess. My, guess. my mm-hmm. only thing is so much of Gen Alpha uses Snapchat. Mm-mm. They're all leaving. Are they really? Where are mm-hmm. they going? I know there's a bunch of new social media apps that I have no, like I'm, I got. It's Just remind me, Gen them. Alpha is like my kids, my kids, right? My 20 mm-hmm. year olds. They're younger than that. It's your kids. Okay. You know what? So I'm ones. not sure. So my yeah. kids are leaving, but I think mm-hmm. the younger ones are leaving too. I'm actually going to ask because I, they have a younger sister. So I'm going to mm-hmm. see what she's, I'm actually going to see what she's been using. Yeah. I know my 12 year old uses Snap. Uh, they use B-Roll. B-Roll is the new one. Okay. 
I don't think it's yeah. going to last. I think they have to drastically yeah. change or like you mm-hmm. said, only 12 year olds are using it right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I, I need to look at the numbers, the data. Yeah. Yes. To see how many drop offs. But I know as far as like the people who, you know, Facebook users, Instagram users, we drop, but we don't just like drop. Yeah. They don't use it at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. So they have dropped it. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see, I guess. Now they're just on Insta or text. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to ask. I'm curious to see if there's something that's replacing it. Yeah. I'm going to ask my daughter and her friends too. I'll probably ask her. Or, friends, or so. maybe it'll just stay in that younger generation. Like it'll always just be like a 20 and under app, you know? It could. I mean, I know there's a lot of adults who use it, mm-hmm. but that's That's all. interesting. Yes. All right. Well, now, Estrella, it is time for your questions. Okay. So are you ready? Uh, I guess. <laughs> okay. All right. What is your favorite social media platform and why? So this one's kind of a loaded question for me. Um, so I consume TikTok probably the most. And actually, we were talking about this before we started the recording of this episode. I've been implementing a lot of the TikTok strategies that we talked about last week. And it's so cool to see my account grow doing the same things I do on other accounts. So I think it's going to grow on me some more, but I do like to consume that micro content. Now, from a business perspective, and if I'm thinking like opportunities and areas to grow where there isn't a lot of real estate professionals, my favorite platform from that lens is Pinterest because mm. Pinterest shows up on, well, there's two reasons. It's a lot of work to be on video as a woman, I think just, or even sometimes men, but like there's this thought, you know, when you're getting ready to film long form content for YouTube or even like TikToks, I have to be ready. Like, does my, do my clothes, my hair, like there's so much that goes into it. Well, with a blog or visual appealing content that isn't necessarily um, your current face as much, um, it's easier to batch create and post and leverage Pinterest search algorithm coupled with Google promoting a lot of the creative content from Pinterest because mm-hmm. Google doesn't have a competitor. If you think of like Google owns YouTube, YouTube has shorts, which is a competition for Instagram reels, TikToks. So they are always going to want to promote themselves more than the other platforms because they want people to be in their platform. They don't have a competitor for Pinterest right now. So mm-hmm. there's opportunity there. So when I think about it from that that lens, but as a consumer, I enjoy consuming on TikTok and I, I kind of treat the saves and I have different um, categories that I save things um, like I do on Pinterest. So I have well, like, and they the, just added that. And mm-hmm. I will tell you, I love it because I have mm-hmm. before been like, oh, I saved that. And you have to scroll through a gazillion mm-hmm. reels or a, ga- a gazillion TikToks, right? I absolutely love that TikTok added that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I realized it was like, it reminded me of YouTube. Because mm, I just, okay. ass- I just assume because I do that with all of my YouTube content. I have yeah. like 25 like yeah. topics that I save videos on, including like watch this later where I'll just, I know I, I want to watch this soon. And then all of the, I didn't even think about it being like 
Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can kind of organize all of your saves. So I have the like uh, clean TikTok, and then I have the business TikTok, the self help TikTok. Um, you know, I am a, a trauma survivor. So then I do, you know, a lot of like EMDR, like just different stuff like that. So it's really cool to kind of like organize my videos. And I'm a, I'm a big consumer of TikTok. Love that. I have to say that I still always forget about Pinterest because I just don't use it that much because I, mm -hmm. again, I, it's something I have to learn and I just haven't like you now you're, you're finally implementing this stuff in TikTok and going, Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I haven't started to do that with Pinterest. So I've learned a lot from you as far as Pinterest is concerned. And I know that like it has so much potential, but I just haven't started implementing. Yeah. So very, that threw me for a little loop. I wasn't expecting you to say Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. It's just two different lenses, right? When I put my business hat on versus yes. my consumer hat. All right. Which social media platform was your first? Um, so just like you, like with the chat rooms, um, but those don't technically count. And I kind of use MySpace, but not really, honestly. Mm. I think it's just because I'm, I was such an introvert at that stage in my life. Like I loved me a good book. Like my idea of a good night out was my AOL chat room. <laughs> <laughs> and a book. That was a lot of my good nights outs too. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was actually a good night in. So, um, but yeah, I, I didn't really like hop on the MySpace train as much as everybody else did. So mine was Facebook. So I really okay. did Facebook pretty heavily and I learned so many lessons. So I learned a lot of life lessons with Facebook. <laughs> so what not to do on social media? Oh gosh. Or like <laughs> how to like block people, which was like really important, mm. like blocking people. I'll, I'll give a perfect example. So I, I was working um, for an international bank and I had, and this was when Facebook was like a big deal, right? And I was on Facebook and I had a horrible boss. Like all of these like TikToks where people talk crap about their bosses, I swear they're talking about the boss I had at this time. Um, and she didn't understand social media either. Right. And I had posted something. I still remember it. And it was so many years ago. And my post said, you got to love when your boss has no idea what you do and wants to reprimand you for it. That was oh. what I put on my Facebook post. Right. Oh man. I didn't realize that I probably should have a private Facebook account. Oh. I also didn't realize that, um, my um like coworkers were friends of mine and you know now we oh. all know like never be friends with your coworker <laughs> on social media but i was like so you know i learned all those hard lessons well technically i wrote that at night so technically my boss couldn't like write me up what she wrote me up for which i ended up like fighting because she's an idiot um do you you probably i don't know if y'all remember like there was a time with facebook where if you um liked a certain business page and they ran ads, sometimes they would share an ad and it would look like you were sharing it. So mm, like mm -hmm. you kind of like gave permission. Facebook doesn't do that anymore, thank goodness. But they were doing that for a period of time. And so during the business day, one of those posts got posted and she tried to write me up for being on social media during business mm. hours. And I was like, no, you're an idiot. And I had to like Google and go to HR and be like, no, here's the logic. Like, this is how I 
maybe this is how I stepped into the whole compliance and like digging into logic mm-hmm. of tech. But I like totally was like, this is how, and I didn't call it the algorithm, but the how the algorithm works. And I had to fight my case, but I learned the hard way, like all of the things that we all know now, like that are just common sense, but mm-hmm. I didn't know, you know, with Facebook. So that was kind of cray cray. That is cray cray. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I don't think I, I was very hesitant for Facebook. I was definitely not like a, you know, a, I think two, I got on it. So what year do you, did you get on it? I think I was on it on 2009. I was on so it still 2005, I think. Oh my gosh. So yeah, you really were a I first mm-hmm. early adopter for that one. Yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. stayed away from it because I was like, I'm not going to use Facebook. I'm a MySpace lover and I'll never use Facebook. <laughs> uh, but yes, I. Uh, that's crazy. So you were definitely an early adopter. I feel like you've got to know Facebook so ridiculously well then like you saw it go through its baby <laughs> baby its stage different, like evolutions that it's gone through mm-hmm. yeah very cool all right for your last question which platform do you think is going to be the next to die so mine is very controversial Ooh, and i know a I lot of people are probably gonna like well i don't know for sure but i feel like i'll probably get some commentary on this one twitter oh i can see that Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I feel I feel like, you know, Twitter probably wouldn't have been on my list for the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But during the pandemic, we saw a lot of ugly mm-hmm. that was shared and promoted in the Twitter space. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a big data person, right? So um, I was looking at some data um, and I was just looking and I don't know why I do this stuff for fun, but that's just sometimes I get like <laughs> fascinated. I go down these rabbit holes. Um, but I was looking at some data and I was looking at like the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry stuff. And then I was mm-hmm. looking at election stuff. And then I was looking at pandemic, like health related stuff. And there was the purpose. I the The reason for me looking at a lot of this data is I wanted to see all of this like volume of information that is being put out into the universe or into the the Twitterverse, Mm -hmm. the number of accounts that were pushing that. So like the original, like the root of the the original piece of content and like how Mm -hmm. often it was shared versus how often people were providing their unique thoughts and opinions on their own, like unique tweet. What was interesting is that there was a small percent of user accounts that were perpetuating a large uh, conspiracy, or I don't even know what the right word is, but like, like for example, like the Meghan Markle, uh, Prince Harry thing, right? Everybody that was like bashing her and like what she was doing, um, it was coming from less than 20 accounts, but the share volume is what was ridiculous that was perpetuating the messaging. And so- Did you watch their, their documentary? I did, yes. That's yeah, so they I talk a little going. bit about that in the yeah, yeah, in the documentary. But I've heard about it for some other accounts too. Like uh, I know, as far as like some of the some of the other things, like you said, that have become popular in the U.S. Come, you know, it's been like four accounts from another country who actually mm-hmm. was pushing the stuff. So it's interesting that you say that though, because other platforms, their algorithm is made to not push your content unless it's original. Yeah, I know. It's right. So, so like, crazy. that's kind of the opposite. That's like a platform. Yeah. That, I mean, I have no, I know nothing about Twitter algorithm. 
But yeah. that to me sounds like an algorithm that pushes repetitive content or it will push, I guess, non, how do I want to say that? Non-original content as long mm -hmm. as it's being tweeted. Whereas, like I said, with Facebook, they really want you to create and uh, TikTok and Instagram. They want mm -hmm. it to be original. Even sometimes when you share a post, it's never going to get as much as if you either write your own content with it and then add it or just post on your own. Th those popular keywords will still get caught. Like for instance, Rihanna, right? Yeah. Rihanna was the big talk about after the Super Bowl. And so at least for me, my whole page was filled with Rihanna, but it was all original yes. thoughts on Rihanna. It yeah. wasn't like one message being pushed over and over again. It was like everybody's original thoughts on Rihanna kept on getting pushed yeah. out to me. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how that works. And then of course, like with Elon Musk purchasing it and all of the things that he's been doing with the platform and the technology, um, I just, it'll be interesting. Like it needs, something needs to happen for it to be saved, but I kind of feel like it's not going to have as much popularity. Um, I'm going to go on a, like a little tangent here just for a second, like because this whole conspiracy stuff, but there is this book, um, it, it's a data book, but it's called Data and the Goliath. And it's a conspiracy theory book. So it it's talks a lot about data and how, or how like metadata, like all, like that's how the algorithm works, right? Like, so pieces of data. So for example, a hashtag is metadata. It's a piece of data that falls into a post, right? Which includes your captions and your video. So there's lots of metadata that is collected. Um, during the last election, yeah, the not the most recent election, but the election when um, Trump became president. So there was um, two uh, advertisers, right, that came to both of them and they said, we want to use predictive analytics or data or metadata to be able to push certain content based on demographics so that it's constantly in your face. So certain mm -hmm. people are more susceptible to changing their mindset or adopting a mindset based on the content that's being pushed to them. So that, and it's a company that works with politicians all the time. So during that election, Trump said yes, Hillary said no, because Hillary was looking at it from an ethical component. Trump was looking at it from a uh, business perspective, right? So mm -hmm. two different mindsets, right? And we saw what happened with the election and all of the propaganda, you know, that came out of, and I, sorry, I'm getting on a political soapbox, but um, it was kind of interesting. And so if you read that book or audio book, it, it's not as dry as one might think. If you're a conspiracy theorist type person, you'll probably like it because it talks about how there is no concept of privacy at all, nowhere. So like all this stuff, like I know you were hesitant to go on a TikTok everything is capturing our information, our phones, mm -hmm. like how, where we're walking, like our geo tags, like we don't even have to have, like, we don't have to have our uh, location tracker on, but if we're consistent oh, yeah. with our husbands and our husbands have their geo trackers on and the, the algorithm or the, the metadata shows that you two are together X percentage amount of time, then it will predict that you were probably with them and that you were at that location. 
it's bonkers. It's wild. It's it is. Total, it is like, bonkers, but I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's so true, though, because we all know that if we've been talking about something and next thing you know, it, it pops an advertisement for that pops up in our mm-hmm. feed. Or when I Google something, what's going to come up on my Google is going to be completely different than what co- comes up on your Google. And also, if you've listened to enough pod or crime podcasts, you know that people will figure out what you've been doing <laughs> and where you are at. And you are correct. Everybody in anything, any type of tech that you have, unless you're like literally living completely off the grid with nobody around you, everybody is listening. Yep. And exactly. tracking and keeping your data. So yeah. very true. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So we I mean this was this is fun. Like we talked about yeah. like a little bit about ourselves. I think a little bit that uh the two of us didn't even know about each other, even though we talked <laughs> so often. Um but yeah, it was, this is a lot of fun and hope like if you all uh, navigators out there uh, or explorers out there want to know anything, like, is there something you want us to dig deeper into? Do you want to know about TikTok, Pinterest? I've been doing some uh, digital farming with Nextdoor and kind of playing around with that instead of using Facebook uh, community pages. So that's been kind of interesting. And I'm just, I'm doing a a beta test. I'm not paying for anything, but I'm just testing it out. I've been doing that for now a week. Um, It's kind of interesting. But if you want to know about any of those things, YouTube, let us know. I mean, we do this for you all and um, we want to provide you the content that you all want to hear. Yes, we want to hear all about it. So that is your little action for the week. We don't have a big Mm -hmm. action for the week. You need to let us know what you want to hear about in our next podcast and post your thoughts in our Facebook group because that is the place to be. The FBG. In the FBG. (laughs) May your posts have a journey of a lifetime. See you at the next destination. Bye.